Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi everyone, I'm Amanda Rieger-Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions. Are you curious about developing your intuition, living more aligned, feeling like you're in the flow, and finding practical tools and resources that create magic in your everyday life? You're in the right place. I've been curious about all of those things almost my entire life, but I didn't know how to develop them at a young age. It took a while before I gained a better understanding of myself. And it also took a lot of courage, courage and vulnerability, stuff that I wasn't willing or even ready to cultivate at certain points in my life. And what happened is I had a really dark night of the soul, probably from age 28 to about 32. And that darkest time is what solidified my gifts. Coming out of it, finding tools and resources to work on my personal growth and development, healing past traumas, pain, and circumstances that really limited my belief in myself and also blocked me from what I love to call the sunlight of the spirit, from God, from the divine, from my faith. So intuitive development, just so you know, at least on my part, is just as much about connecting with source, connecting with God, and whatever faith you hold or have, how little, how small, whatever uh, religious ideologies you align with, this fits. This is about deepening your connection, better knowing yourself, and better feeling and living that part of you that's connected to the divine. And again, it takes practice, it takes courage, it takes building muscles, it takes dedication, repetition, sometimes a framework, but it also takes talking about it. Having people, having a community where you find things that resonate with you and you're able to share those experiences, you're able to practice, and you get curious, you have fun. It's also about fun because it's about self-exploration, ultimately. And that's an 
another piece to what this podcast is about. From a young age, I had the gift of claircognizance. We all have intuition. It is just underdeveloped a lot of times because of societal norms. And we frankly don't have a framework at a young age yet, which is happening a little bit, but we don't have that framework to cultivate and nourish intuition. As children are highly intuitive, but the light gets shut down because we live in a linear practical world. And I had that gift from an early age. My clear cognizance was difficult because I would get these downloads of information, intuitive insights that were like a knowing, and I would know things in conversations. I would know things before they happened. And I thought everybody could do that. I thought it was a natural ability, which it is a natural ability, but I didn't realize how highly developed my intuition was. And it was overwhelming, overwhelming emotionally. I'm a Libra, by the way, and <laughs> we we tend to wear our heart on our sleeves sometimes. So I was sensitive and I was afraid of criticism. And that was a big thing is being criticized. So again, developing to it, intuition takes courage and vulnerability. And I didn't have that until I did. And I came to a place in my life where I hit a pretty dark night of the soul from about 28 to 32. It was the most challenging time of my life. Old traumas had come back up to haunt me that I had suppressed or pushed down. I was not living an aligned life. I did not feel connected to God, to source. I wasn't living in faith. I was living in a lot of shut down fear, ego-based fear. And I came from a place of reaction. And it wasn't that I wasn't successful in work or in some relationships, but I wasn't ultimately happy. I didn't feel awake, alive, connected, and inspired. It really felt lackluster. And it was hard. It was like, um, it would be like just climbing uphill. And it, it was exhausting, quite frankly. Unfortunately, through a series of very divinely orchestrated events that were pretty traumatic, for me, a story of alcoholism and addiction and depression, anxiety, crippling, crippling mental challenges, emotional challenges, and then all of these energetic and psychic challenges, I came to a place of surrender. I love the acronym for God of the gift of desperation, G-O-D. And that's what I had at about age 32. I was I was exhausted. I was desperate. There was no light on in my eyes. It was like I was a shell of a human being going through the motions. And I finally came to a place where I said, I surrender. I can't do this. I need help. I want to live. I want to live better. And I'm not sure that I even believed that, but I was hungry for it. I knew that something had to or could be better. And I ended up in my recovery starting to heal, starting to work on myself. I had a better framework for living and tools to really focus on all of the deep-seated, deep-rooted things that I had suppressed or held down that had become this unconscious patterning that dictated my life versus me clearing that away to live in a more aligned, fluid, faith-based path, essentially. And as I came to and I began to wake up and start to see the small miracles and the divine orchestration of things through people, through experiences and signs and synchronicities, and my energy started to revitalize, there was this hope that developed and the desperation started to heal and the hope started to increase. 
And hope is an important thing, to feel hopeful. Even on our challenging days, our darkest days, it's having hope, having faith that something is coming, something I'm learning from this. And that's what what happened through that gift of desperation, through beginning to heal and wake up and become clear. One thing I know for sure, and I know this through some of my darkest experiences, which I will share later on in this podcast because I know it will come up and I, I know some of you will align with it and it will help. But in my darkest hour, I was a channel for darker energies, darker entities, and I was susceptible to an overwhelming darkness. So just as I am a vessel of light, I am also a vessel of darkness. I believe that we all have the dark and the light. And, you know, it takes the darkness to make the light brighter. And it takes ferreting through that darkness, shining a beautiful torch into the darkness to illuminate our light, to clean it out. When I started to wake up, started to heal, my mind got clear and light started to come back on in my eyes. And instead of holding and channeling heavy, dark, angry, fear-based energies with doubt and worry, self-consciousness, instead, curiosity, happiness, joy, clarity, ease, peace, for goodness sakes, peace. Like that was a big one. I remember the moment I felt serenity and it was fleeting. It wasn't like I just felt serene and that's been the end of the story. But I remember I was sitting in a rocking chair and I was doing some journaling. I was doing some self-reflection. I looked up and there was this gorgeous sunset. And I remember thinking, wow, this is beautiful. I feel peaceful. And it was jarring. It was alarming because I hadn't felt peace like that maybe in my entire life. But I had been painstaking about wanting to heal, wanting to live clearer, to live more aligned with something greater and more divine than I could humanly cultivate in my ego-based frame of mind. And when I experienced that peace, you know, a smile just flooded through my whole being of, you're okay. Things are opening up and expanding. You're on the path. Capital T, capital P, you're on the path. And it's like once you wake up to that path, at least for me, it's really hard to go back to sleep. And when you know a healthier, better, clearer way of living, when you have moments of divine alignment and you see God, you see God in the everyday, you see it in relationships, you see it in work, you see it in yourself, it's hard to deny that it can't exist or it can't grow. So it's getting hungry for it. I mean, I've always been a seeker and a searcher. I just was looking in the wrong places and I didn't know how to embody it. So much of what I want to share on this podcast is learning how not only to use practical tools and techniques that resonate with you, but learning how to embody your innate wisdom, your innate abilities, and to communicate them, to live them, to allow them to live through you, to channel that divinely seated part of you that was given by source, by God, your higher power, in whatever way you see or experience that. 
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next-generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. My professional background is in healthcare. I have a Master of Public Health where I focused in health law, bioethics, human rights, and health service delivery. I worked in the healthcare system. I loved what I did, but a lot of where I was useful was in helping cultivate people. My leadership gifts come from a place of learning to inspire other people, to astound them with their innate abilities. And all the while, I'm using my intuitive gifts, but not realizing it. I'm learning how to read people. I am learning to listen better. And then I'm giving people the ability to shine or bloom where they're planted providing them with tools and resources. And so that was happening while I was in the healthcare field. But at the more that I woke up, the more that I aligned with myself, developed my intuition, ritualistically and routinely developed my spiritual and personal muscles, and they got stronger, it was almost as if I could not deny my soul's call. And it was 
2016 when I made a pretty bold leap of faith and I left corporate healthcare and I started working with clients, doing readings, retreats, workshops, seminars, and coaching people one-to-one on a spiritual basis, soul-to-soul, helping channel people's higher wisdom, reflect that back to them, and illuminate and ignite their own innate divine spark. And that's what I've been doing ever since. It didn't just happen organically. It it was organic, but it didn't just happen overnight. I remember specifically, I had a a doctor's appointment and it was in the middle of a work day and I was waiting for the physician and the, the tech was in the room and she was apologizing. The physician was still in a surgery. The physician was late. And the whole time I'm sitting in the room, I could feel the presence of this tech's mother or who I thought at the time was her deceased mother on the other side. And this woman on the other side, the spirit, she is relentless. She will not leave me alone. She's wanting me to communicate with her daughter. And I'm having this whole discourse with her in my head, mind you, as I'm talking to the woman. This is the way my gift works. I'm outwardly talking to this woman. We're just making small talk. And then in the background, I'm in this disassociated state simultaneously. Simultaneously, her mother is saying, you need to tell her I'm here. I have all these messages for her. She needs to hear them. And I mean, it is just chitter chatter. And I'm saying to her, this is inappropriate. I'm, I don't know this woman. I'm in the doctor's office. What if she thinks I'm crazy? And, and the woman is arguing with me and she's talking fast and she's also talking in Spanish. You know, she's giving me signs and symbols and she's Hispanic and she's, she's moving faster than I can even handle. And I just said to her in my mind's eye, the way that I communicate, I said, fine. If you give me a sign, if you give me a sign that is so clear from this woman that I cannot deny your existence or communicating your messages to her, then I will have the bravery and the courage and the boldness and the vulnerability to say something. And she's like, fine. Well, it wasn't 30 seconds later. The woman says to me, I love your shoes. And I said, oh, thanks. Thanks so much. She said, you know who would have loved those shoes? And I said, who? And she said, my mother. <laughs> and, and I just rolled my eyes and was nervous and annoyed. And then also I had made a promise. I had made a promise to this guide, this spirit guide, her mother on the other side that I would deliver the messages. And I said, well, funny you say that. I have the gift of mediumship. And ever since I walked into this office... Your mother has been bombarding me to share messages with you. Are you open to hearing from her? And the, the room got silent. And I thought, oh, no, here it comes. She's going to think I'm crazy. You know, I mean, 25 things rolling through my head of every scenario that could play out there. And tears started rolling down her face and her cheeks. She says, my mother died 30 days ago today, and I'm really angry. I haven't cried. And she said, I moved her here from out of town. We put her on hospice. She was very sick. And it was not an easy death. And immediately her mother started delivering very clear evidential messages. So evidential mediumship is where they give you messages that validate who the soul is and that help the person really know they're connected with the soul. 
and she started giving her messages, and she said that she did not die in pain. The hospice at the time did not really do a good job with her pain management, and she was in a lot of agony at the end, and the daughter felt a lot of guilt because she had made the decision to move her closer so she could be with her, and she thought it would be comfortable and smooth, and instead it ended up being a a really difficult transition, not only for the mother, but for the daughter that I was speaking with and her sister. And the mother said, oh, no. You know, she says, I am fine. She said, I got out of my body, you know, despite all that human suffering, the body trying to let go. She says, what you saw was my body letting go, not my spirit. My spirit was holding you, holding you and your sister. And I remember there was a a song that she referenced. I can't remember the song, but I remember saying, and she's talking about this song. And the woman said, that was, that's the song that's playing in my car. I've been playing it over and over and thinking of her and I'm angry instead of being able to cry. And the woman is bawling and she's, and the woman says to me, it's probably so inappropriate that I'm crying in here and you're the patient. And, you know, I'm the one that think is thinking this is inappropriate or unethical or I'm crossing a line. And she iterated the same thing. And all the while, the doctor is not there yet. She's stuck in a surgery. You know, we have been gifted this space together. Anyway, the the messages continued to be healing and remarkable. And the woman said, this is the biggest gift. She says, I hadn't been able to grieve because I've been in that state of anger. And um, sure enough, it was a moment where, you know, we embraced, we hugged. I felt lighter. She felt lighter. It was bigger than us. And the mother delivered such wonderful, loving, gracious messages that I could see healing happening, and it healed my soul. You know, mediumship, connecting with our souls, our higher selves, with the world around us that is unseen is not always just about us. It's about other people. It's about connection. It's about knowing we're not alone. That there is this divine plan, even when it is traumatic or tragic or difficult, we're learning, we're growing, and we're building faith rather than losing faith. Well, ironically enough, the follow-up to that story is, when I left the doctor that day, you know, we embraced, it was really precious, and I walked out of there and I felt light and I thought, oh my goodness, like this isn't about me. This is bigger than me. My gifts, the way that they're developing, they are about being of service. And that is ultimately what I ask of God every morning. God, may I be a vessel of service. Help me get out of the way and help me show up and be useful for the highest good, for the highest light, for your light to create expansiveness, higher vibrational living. Interestingly, there was something that came up in my medical report after the doctor showed up where it required a follow-up visit six months later. And so it it wasn't anything super alarming. They just wanted to do a follow-up in six months. So I showed back up six months later, and I remember on the way there, of course, I'm thinking about this woman, and guess who shows up? Her mother. Yeah, I'm driving in the car, and the mother is talking about lubies. If you live in Texas, we have a cafeteria. It's cafeteria-style food called lubies. And all this woman can show me is just all this food from lubies, tons of food from lubies. And then she's showing me these candles 
And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll see this woman again. Maybe not. Food from Luby's Candles. Got it. Okay, if she's there, I'll deliver the message. Who knows where we'll be now? She might think I'm crazy. You know, she might, who knows where her experience will have led her. Anyway, I get back in to the office. Sure enough, the same woman is there and she says, I have so much to tell you. And she just begins to share with me all the healing that she and her sister have had, the ways her mother has continued to show up and validate, create greater healing, help with her organic grieving process. And it's just beautiful. And I say, well, funny you say that the whole way here. I don't know what this means to you, but your mother's been trying to get my attention and all she can talk about is lubies. Now, mind you, this is the way that my intuition tricks me when I get in my ego and in my fear. I went to a place of, okay, this Hispanic lady, I'm sure she cooks great, amazing food and has big family gatherings because that's my own preconception. I'm thinking, why is this Hispanic lady talking to me about lubies? Not that not everybody loves lubies, but it was just I couldn't figure it out. So I was kind of afraid to say lubies because I thought, well, this isn't going to make sense to her. Anyway, the moment I said lubies, she's talking about lubies. She said, the only restaurant my mother would want us to take her is Luby's. And she said, we have ordered our entire Thanksgiving dinner from Luby's in her honor. (laughs) And I said, well, she is ready for it. And she's ready for the feast. And she's glad you're doing this. And I said, and then she keeps talking about candles. She said, ever since I met with you, we met and we spent that time together. My sister and I both have candles that we have lit and we have been burning in her honor. And And I said, okay, that makes sense. So You know, this story, this juncture, this point in my intuitive development, when I had one foot in a professional role that I loved, that I was good at, that I was trained for and qualified for and excelling at, actually, and then this other foot in this spiritual world, this spiritual development of people, seeing how hungry this woman was for healing and clarification and growth. And feeling her joy, her lightness, her vibration lift in our encounters, our chance or divinely inspired encounters, it showed me this is your path. It would be a little bit while, a little bit before I took a leap of faith and I made the decision to jump all in, but not that much longer because a series of events basically told me if you don't jump in, if you don't utilize this gift to be of service, you are denying a call in your soul. So my question for you is, where is the call of your soul? Are you listening to the call? Are you hearing it? Are you pushing it down out of fear, out of insecurity, imposter syndrome? We all have that. I have that all the time. And I've been doing this for a long time and I have a lot of evidence and a lot of experience, but I still get those insecurities. I'm human. I'm messy. That's why developing our spiritual gifts, our tools, building these muscles with practical resources, metaphysical resources, learning from other people, listening to other people, connecting with their guides, their souls, their higher consciousness, their higher selves, their loved ones on the other side, interpreting dreams, tapping into astrology, numerology, finding all the signs and synchronicities that start to click. That's the stuff that helps us grow, evolve, gain the wisdom, and gain the courage to speak from that place of wisdom. I'm so excited you're joining me. 
that you're along for the ride of your soul. I have a feeling that this podcast is going to develop in extremely divinely aligned ways. So I'm curious. I hope you get curious. And I hope you stay tuned. You jump in. You connect. You ask questions. You listen. But more than anything, I hope you get your spiritual light turned on. Your muscles get stronger. And you live more authentically yourself each and every day. Stay tuned. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.